Hello and welcome to Unmuddled, Kite Factory's podcast series where we take complex media matters and unmuddle them. I'm Gabby Kite, Head of Digital Operations, and I'm joined here today by Nora. Hiya. And Guy. Hello. Hi. Um, and they are um, some of our most embedded people in reporting at the Kite Factory, and, and they're joining me today to chat about... Um, the complicated world of reporting, in particular in digital, um, and how we can get the best out of our data in this complex world. So um, I think let's open by sort of chatting between us on uh, what's so difficult about reporting nowadays? Like, why, why isn't it just like a neat, can you just tell me how many sales I, I've got? Like, what, what, what makes, what's the complexity in the modern world? Well, obviously, the, the, big thing at the moment is you know cookies are going away there's so much um discussions around data privacy you've got gdpr um you've got changes that apple has made you've got changes that different browsers have made like you whereas in the past you were able to track user all the way like across the web on different websites you would be able to see exactly where they've been what actions they've taken and then they've converted you were able to do that whereas nowadays as we're kind of moving away from that um kind of granting users more privacy being more mindful about how we track them um essentially we can't we can't track them down anymore in that way and we can't um really measure our performance in the same way we have to kind of look at it in a different way that we used to so that's like the big challenge at the moment um and it's kind of trying to find the ways of you know how do we get there how do we look at performance how do we shift our thinking um more so away from like looking at all our campaigns all our performance or users being kind of a transaction and more looking at engagement and moving that relationship into what you actually are giving to users rather than kind of trying to get something in them in return. Yeah. Less transactional. Yeah. yeah. And I think multi-channel, you know, multi-touch, multi-channel campaigns are have always presented a problem as well, which is, you know, how do we track, particularly if it's above the line and below the line. Um, you know, how do you measure the impact of television uh, when you've got when you've got things that like search, which are both self-generating to a certain extent and also will uptick or should uptick if you run a successful TV campaign. And it's how to unpick the those those channels that have obvious metrics and reporting tools baked in like search and those that don't which are obviously predominantly the, the above the line uh, yeah. channels um and i think attribution has been you know how do you properly attribute has been that question has been around for at least 15 years that, I'm, <laughs> that i've been involved in um sometimes you feel like we're near to cracking it and then something comes along like the you know the cookie band and we go oh no yeah. now it's moved further away again um technology has arrived that helps a lot things like you know the the, the type of tool that we use in flight deck you know allows you to pull a whole load of data together um, and i think the other factor pulling away from an attributed view quite deliberately 
are those big silos like Facebook and, and other players who don't really want uh, anybody to really look outside of their little ecosystem. And, you know, so there's always a push-pull going on in that attribution yeah. space. Um, there's no single silver bullet, but there are lots of things that can be done to, to try to allow a broader, more holistic view, as you say, you know, not just um, across that, what is your conversion point, what is your success KPI, but also how do you measure it across 10, 12, whatever yeah. channels. And um, your previous experience, like on the advertiser side, does that, re like what you just described, does that reflect the tensions and the difficulties that you had from like working as an advertiser in terms of like how you receive reporting from an agency? Is that reflective? Um, we've tried to we've tried various different mechanisms to to resolve that and uh, it it very much depends how much internal resource you've got mm -hmm. to throw at that kind of thing um you know if you have a data science team then great mm -hmm. uh, you can give them multiple data sets and let them have at it um, um on the other hand i've also worked at, at clients where actually it's quite important and there is probably not much hope of, of of doing anything more than a quick you know a, a, a sort of simplistic take on it which sometimes shows you kind of just confirms what you suspected namely that your offline is affecting your off online for example yeah. um but hasn't allowed you to do anything kind of real time or optimization it's more post campaign analysis snapshots um but um yeah we've never used it i've never used it to drive an agency kind of relationship mm -hmm. or, or a KPI. That's normally been done for far more kind of in a last click. Let's just look yeah. at a single platform by platform basis, which everybody knows is simplistic, but <laughs> at least it works. And that's as far as I've gotten yeah. that from. And just actually out of interest personally, like from an organization that is smaller, doesn't have like a data science team, um, wouldn't ha necessarily have like all bells and whistles in their own internal reporting. Would it be difficult as an, um, from for an agency to then come in with like those solutions and those answers, or would it be easier? Like, how open would a client be? Um, I'm just thinking, like, if we were able to say, you know, we can look at that holistic picture for you. Is that would a smaller client is a smaller client receptive to that, or is it going to be a challenge because of their organisational challenges? It it's really it really depends on the mindset of the mm. of the people on board. You know, it, it you can you can find big companies that you would think would absolutely get complexity and and actually weirdly don't want to know or aren't that interested <laughs> or, or just pay lip service to it. Mm -hmm. um, and you can find small companies with one or two very yeah. sharp cookies in it going yep 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 let's let you know and they have a real appetite for for doing quite high-end stuff it's it's very much about the mindset and perhaps the background of the people mm -hmm. and the, the key decision makers mindset. involved um and there's a slight economic element to you know small small players even if they do want to do something are constrained by their available budget mm -hmm. but um but i think there's always if the ambition is there there's always kind of workarounds and even if there are limitations to the results that at least they've done something and, and there's an appetite to, to push and push. So I think it's it's about mindset. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's um, absolutely spot on because we at the Kite Project, we have a range of clients with different appetites and some of our smallest clients actually have some of the most sophisticated reporting. So uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. On the mindset, so, sometimes having fewer layers of an organization to change is a help yeah. as well. Like if you've only got, you know, 
a dozen people, half a dozen people to convince it's simple. Yeah, if it. you've got three departments of 100 each to, to, to change their minds on something, that can take years. Yeah, absolutely. So, Nora, you were talking earlier about sort of like that more holistic view, stepping back. What does that look like for you in digital and like your clients? Um, well, it really depends, you know, on clients like you just talked about, like, you know, if you've got smaller, um, um, smaller clients, you've got smaller teams. Um, it's really, you know, as you mentioned, like shifting that mind mindset can be really difficult. And we've seen a lot of times if you have a smaller team, especially like with charities, you know, there's always that pressure that whatever you're doing, you still need to perform. You still need to bring in the results. And now that we are like increasingly not able to rely on the kind of trusted platforms that we knew that worked the best, we're not able to track the measurements so perfectly. Um, it's always difficult to, you know, make it, it might, you might be able to make the argument to the, you know, the marketing teams that you're working with um, and they might agree, you know, they know how marketing works and they, you start showing them, you know, if we're running some, some more engagement stuff, this is going to help us. But then it's really difficult when you essentially, as an advertiser, you have to try and make the argument to the people who like top level who are looking at they're just looking at figures they're just looking at you know you're putting x amount of money into this how much you're getting back so it's difficult um but then we've definitely done it um with some of our clients which um they are slightly bigger um kind of agencies and they have a specific teams that kind of do handle their advertising um and we've for example we had um one client where we ran multiple different suppliers. We ran across the full funnel all the way from kind of broker market display activity all the way down to PPC. And from the get go, um, we were encouraging the client to look at look at the full funnel, look at how everything plays into um, what you're doing. So um, just by pulling into all of these different suppliers, all the different platforms, all that data into Flight Deck, we were kind of every week as we were doing our reporting, um, looking at performance, we were able to look at the full impact of whatever we were doing across the full funnel, which is really helpful and it really helps to facilitate that kind of narrative to your client as well. And then the client obviously can take that and bring it forward in, in their agencies and like, hey, we should be looking at the performance from this point of view um but it's also really nice because obviously when you know you mentioned earlier like how everything was kind of you know sometimes it's done as a post campaign analysis and all of that but it's nice when we can able to bring all of that in real time into a platform and we can look at it in real time and say you know we make this slight optimization here we then next day we see the impact of that and we can kind of um at the same time be reactive in what we're doing but then also kind of look, not just look at the performance of the data in silo where we're only looking at how does that affect that one single channel yeah i think the and the that that's 
because there are so many things you can do with research as you say you can optimize within the within the campaign you know day by day if you're if you've got a system that if you've got your apis working so that that data fresh data is turning up every 24 hours you can optimize within and then you can also do a bit of a uh, an end of campaign look to say and, and ideally what you can give to your client is to say we have done a robust piece of analysis that shows both within the campaign and at the end of the campaign, if you look at it as a whole activity, that these things are are definitely linked. For example, you know, above the line and, and digital, or display and and search, and that then allows your client to take it, take that kind of as a, almost as a business case, upstairs to say, next time, you know, next time we're discussing budgets or for the next quarter's campaign. Here is a proven data set that shows that it is worth us investing in these channels here because they benefit these other channels over there and there is a correlation and and it's i feel that that's one of the important kind of outcomes of a campaign is to give your marketing client that kind of case study to to go to the fd and discuss budgets in light of that um, yeah i think that also helps in terms of you know testing you want to test something new if you just looking at we've had this um sometimes where um we obviously we want to try something new you know we know we have to start testing and um experimenting with something else because you know we can't just put all our budget into facebook because it no longer works so um <laughs> bold statement yeah <laughs> i mean it well it works but you can't really prove it in the same way but um when you're looking at a new channel test and you know you're only looking at it from that transactional point of view it's really difficult sometimes to prove that it works um but whereas if you kind of place it in the funnel and you look at the rest of the campaign performance at the same time it's going to be so much easier to kind of sell in that you know you've tested this and how it's impacted the whole user journey and the whole user experience rather than just looking at it in silo yeah. so i think it's got there's low benefits to kind of almost like taking a step back and looking at it from a bit further back and not like we everyone I feel like a lot of people are you know they love the fact that we are able to be so granular with data and that's so great about it we can like we can see like the minuscule things um and we can track absolutely everything but it's not always beneficial um, and it's not always like sometimes you almost just like need to like not touch it for a while because yeah. you know if you're trying to interfere too much you'll do a bit more harm than actually just letting it work for you yeah i feel i feel that the the kind of from a data hygiene sort of table stakes perspective these days i think you have to you have to get as much of your data into a single place as possible in order to be able to look at stuff in that holistic way you know to take a step back from just looking at a single platform you know tasked with a single kpi and step back and look across multi-channel if you are running multi-channel campaigns to be able to see uh even if it's just a sort of simplistic level you know we've we've dialed up channel x and we're seeing that channel y is going up as a result as well you know it's going up as well and we think that's a we think that's a correlation um and then it's it you can can keep testing to see if that thesis is actually correct um as, but to get the ability to do that, you have to be able to sort of get all your data into one place, ideally, which is where you know tools like Flight Deck come into their own. Because unless you've unless you've got it in one place, it becomes quite difficult to 
to really do a side-by-side -side comparison. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think maybe just to round off the conversation, maybe a look to the future. How do we feel the reporting landscape is going to go over the next few years? More complex, simpler? What do we think <laughs> the trends will be? Well, <laughs> um, I think we discussed this a little bit earlier, but it almost feels like there will be a step backwards into you know we probably can't be as granular with our measurement we can't be as granular with that data so it's almost like taking a step step backwards and being looking at you know advertising what is the role of advertising what are you trying to do and thinking about kind of what you what you're aiming to do for the user you're trying to build trust you're trying to build awareness you're trying to engage with the user so it's it feels like obviously there will be different solutions that come in like mm -hmm. there was a lot of talk about trying to shift uh, the attention um or the like your focus on attention attention mm -hmm. metrics trying to shift you know there's universal ids different contextual stuff that we can use but it's not going to be as granular um as we've what we're kind of used to so it feels like it's almost going old school where you know you're just gonna have to put a bit of trust in what you're doing mm -hmm. and shifting also not like looking at quick wins because i feel like now everything is just like you know you can see you do an x thing and it's going to give you an outcome of y and it's not going to be that <laughs> like you're going to have to take a step back and be like you know what longer term what we're aiming to achieve here and then just yeah putting a bit of trust in that you know it's going to happen it's not going to happen tomorrow but you will obviously once you start looking at the data in a longer term view you will start to see that trend yeah i think that i think you're absolutely right that's definitely going to we are going to be going far more uh, old school when, whenever the cookie finally coughs its last <laughs> and and dies whenever that is um and uh so i think that's that's one big trend on on the one hand in terms of uh you know that that will force us to to actually take a more holistic view just because um the, the, that that approach will uh because the cookies cookies are not going to make us not going to give us that easy easy quick win um, but I think it will facilitate us taking a more customer centric view and that sort of whole funnel view like you have to do your upper funnel and keep an eye on those metrics as they flow down um, and I think I think technology on the other hand will continue to evolve and cheapen and become more widely adopted and become more of a uh, product that everybody uses and not just the, those companies that can afford it so i think uh, and and you know just the skills will gradually uh, expand as well people more people will have data engineers people who can build apis who can wrangle data um, cloud data space will get ever cheaper and i think those things will help on the tech side uh, of, of of making intelligent decisions based on data so i think it's again it's a kind of a push and a pull we won't ever get i don't suppose there's going to be a silver bullet moment where we all go ta-da and <laughs> declare that the you know the war has been won and we can all go and have lunch i think it's going to be it'll be just an ongoing battle and you won't you won't see facebook and those guys let their walled gardens um, yeah. break down anytime soon so i think it, it it'll just be an ongoing um 
you know, optimization. Well, I suppose it's optimization, isn't yeah. it? You know, iterate, improve, <laughs> iterate, improve, test and learn. So, um, but I think, I think, yeah, I think we'll. It, it's not, you know, it's not a, uh, it's not going to be a disaster. It'll just be an adaptation. And we are nothing if not adaptive in, in yeah. digital. What a lovely way of looking at it. Thank you both for your time um, and your thoughts. Um, that was really um, interesting to hear both of your perspectives on the topic of reporting. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed listening to that and look out for our next instalment of the Unmodeled podcast. Yeah.